We're um, literally so bad at the time. We're just trying to get better about reminding each other. Not to we, the watching you guys do this is like, I could do this too. Oh, <laughs> and that's what we hope to at least every guest with, is that line. anybody can start a podcast. Because <laughs> that's the name of this episode. Watching you two do this shows that anybody can do this. Oh my <laughs> Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Gra- what do boys eat? <laughs> Grab a bagel. I was like, what do boys eat? Your boys club is more definitive than mine, so you go. You want me to start? Okay, so my boys club this week was, so it was my girlfriend Maddie's birthday on friday and we went to an italian american restaurant i'm not gonna name it just in case but it was um in williamsburg and it's like a classic italian american restaurant in that like there's pictures of like the yankees all over the walls all the waiters are in tuxedos but there's also like a parmesan cheese shaker that looks like it's out of a pizza restaurant oh okay you know what i mean there's a tablecloth and it's red and white yeah Mm. Well, okay. it wasn't like checkered, but it was like I think it was white tablecloths. It's okay. like it's like like fancy-ish. There's right. a bread bowl. There's a dress dusty a bread basket. chandelier. Yeah, not not dusty, but like gaudy gold chandelier. Mm. You okay. know what I mean? Like that. Like Ita- I um being uh, an Italian American myself, not that close. You know, related to yeah, my parents or my dad's side. But because you have the bluest eyes, it's like <laughs> it's like that gaudy like wealth almost like trump-ish wealth where it's like yes. you know what i mean where it's like just gold and the it's word like gaudy. you know what i mean i've never heard you say gaudy or actually really almost anyone say gaudy before but that but is the like vibe fits. yeah okay so that was like it was it was the straightest space i've been in in so long i was like mm. are we in williamsburg right now it was so crazy i was like i don't think anybody in this restaurant lives around here they all have come into the city from like new jersey that was like, the vibe. <laughs> okay fascinating so it was i like to the point where i was like i'm so glad that i'm pretty passing because like this otherwise i don't think we could have been in here so like a little piece of the gop in williamsburg sure yeah, yeah. i think like there might be more pieces of the gop in Wait, williamsburg. i have questions about that afterwards okay so the anyway so the table next to us at first was like a family um of like five mom dad three kids like I love families from boston and the like woman who owns the place how did like, you figure that out because the woman who owns the place was like this older italian lady who was like Pouring water, but also woman owned, like woman owned, doing everything. She's like the Mm. matriarch of this place, but she's like also doing everything. You know, that was like the vibe of this place. And she was talking to them about she was from Boston and like found some lady at the bar that was from Boston, like brought her over and was like, she's from Boston too. And then like, but they don't know each other now. They're all chatting. It was like the strangest little interaction. Then they leave, and (laughs) I looked at Maddie because she didn't see the new group that came in, and I was like. When they cut off one head of the Hydra, it just grows back stronger. And then this group of, like, five <laughs> oh men came and sat down for a boys' dinner next to us. Uh, What's also funny is, like, Boston is actually up the road. You know what I mean? I know. They're not from mm-hmm. Kansas. I know. Like, it's, like, it's, like, it's, an, it's a, it's short a huge away. city. Like, so many people are from Boston. Yeah. Anyway, um, the group of guys next to us, we are, like, between the ages of, like, 30 and 60, I would say. But they're speaking as if they're, like, 70-year-old Italian men. Like, they have, like, thick <laughs> New York, New Jersey Italian accents, you know? Yeah. And um, we find straight. out, straight, we find out over the course of this dinner that they're all gathered because one of them's wife, 
they, he just got divorced because his wife was cheating on this him. This is a play. Ooh. You were describing a play. This yeah. is a one act play. No, it was like immersive theater. We're going to write the play. I never had an idea for a play until right now. <laughs> wow. It was it was nuts. And so they were, and like. Were, were they hot? Like handsome? No. Wait. That's did, why she cheated. You, so, <laughs> yeah, literally. They're so, they're so straight looking. Do you know who she was cheating with? Did they say that? So he was like, I should have known. Somebody he knew. But he was oh. like, I should have known because, like, he was the first person she wanted to invite to our wedding. Like, even before Weird. she, like, when we were thinking about who to invite to the wedding, before she even said our parents, she was like, this guy needs to come. Wait, what feels so much like a play about that and not even real life is it's like, that's so on the nose in terms of conversation. I know. You sound, you're like, my, I knew my wife was shitty when this happened. And it's yeah. like, is that, how did that come up organically? Well, it was funny because I was, like, kind of listening in the whole time. Like, Maddie and I were having such a good time, like, sort of eavesdropping on this conversation because it was so nuts. But it started out just like them, just like, whatever and then all of a sudden it like you could tell they were like been waiting to talk about it because then they like mm. opened up and then they were passing i need to know how it came up Do you i i don't remember oh. like who brought it up but then they were talking about him some of the other guys like being on the apps and they were like passing around like tinder photos and stuff it oh was my so god great. wait wow. about the women huh talking about the women in the photos yeah and they were like you know i've been i uh they're like what did they say does the body match the face? I've been tricked before. And I was like, oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, icing on the cake for me was that, um, so I had to go to the bathroom, and the men's room, st- like, when you walk in, first of all, have you ever seen those urinals that are, like, they st- are on the ground? <laughs> There's a lift in every urinal. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's kind of nice, because it's like, we don't care where you hang, it's going to be, it's, it's going to work. <laughs> you really just got to piss on the floor. It's the yeah. weirdest thing. Anyway, so. Get some squats in. <laughs> yeah, literally. And so then I went to the, the stall, and the stall was like, it did not cover the entire like, f- you know, yes. length of the of the stall, it's but it was like when you stood up, your head was above it, mm. and then it came to like mid like calf area, so it was like a short door, like an outdoor shower, pretty much. Shower. Or I was like, when I stand up, I'm gonna be able to look straight out at the dude at the <laughs> urinal. <laughs> it was a nightmare. I was like, this That's is so not chaotic. a safe space to pee. <laughs> But anyway, that was my boys' club for this week. What was yours? Okay, mine is really simple. Mine is anyone that walks into a room that's dark and says, why don't we turn some lights on in here? And then turns all of the lights on as if they own the place. And not like you did. Like I did just moments ago. (laughs) No, I think that's people because that is good for our energy. But I feel like anytime someone is like, I decided that light is the way to go and I walk into this room that other people are already vibing in in the dark and I'm going to turn, and not like the dark dark, but like they're just going to turn the fucking lights on. And then one time in 2017, the boss at my job sent a group chat to everyone and said, no one thought to turn the lights on in the lobby. Or no, he said it worse. He said, funny how all morning no one thought to turn the lights on in the lobby. And it's like really rude way. And I was like, I'm sorry, our world is at war. What are you talking about? Why are you speaking to I feel us? like sometimes you don't even know that, the, like, in an instance like that, you might not even clock that the lights are on. Oh, you mean because mm-hmm. we're floor-to-ceiling windows, kind of like we have here? Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> Big flex. I would say those are about the size of the stalls. That- oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to say the place. I didn't say what Cut floor to what ceiling, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my boys' club. I would never, like, walk into a room and think, I'm going to insert... No, what you did was literally incredible, and for the rest of our, like, our lives, I want you to feel emboldened to do that. And I will. Okay, <laughs> but it's like the, the confidence of someone who's like, I'm gonna change the entire vibe of this room that I just walked into that people are already in mm-hmm. because I can't. Yeah, it's yeah. fascinating to me. Mm. Yeah, whereas I walk in and I'm like, how do I exist in this space? <laughs> yes, like, how do I adapt? Like, you, yeah. Yes, it's like how do I? 
the word is actually adapt. Mm-hmm. It's like, it has never occurred to me to make the whole space adapt to me. Right. Yeah. It's so strange. I have that... no entitlement. I could use some, to yeah. be honest. No. That is, that is a true boys club. We though. have to demand what we want. Even if it's lights. I started doing it. I have like roommates and, and we have a living room that has like no light coming in. Like yeah. there is a window, but it's facing a brick wall. Are you <laughs> like, in a row home in bed Like, 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 is it connected to the room, like the place next door? I don't think it might be actually. Yeah. It's if not, it's very close. Yeah. So like, I turn the lights on in the living room because it feels depressing to me, and yeah. my roommate's just like, "I thought you grew up poor. Why are you leaving the lights on every time you grow up?" <laughs> and I'm like, "We don't need to live like that anymore. We yeah. can we can put the lights on now. We can afford it. Yeah, we've made it. Yeah, it's nice dark because there's yeah. beautiful trees. Wait, let's bring you in. Yeah, wait. Hold on. Make sure when you turn your head, you bring the mic with you. You're turning like this, and the mic's right here. We're still having this conversation. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Oh 33 episodes in, we are not good at the tech. My but anyway. we're bad at fighting. The tech. <laughs> no. um, we're literally so bad at the tech. <laughs> we're just trying to get better about reminding each other. Not to me. The tech. Watching you guys I'm do this is like, I could do this too. <laughs> oh, and that's what we hope to at least ever guess with, is that anybody can start a podcast. Because <laughs> that's the name of this episode. Watching you two do this shows that anybody can do this. Our guest this week is an incredible stand-up comedian who just moved here from the Bay Area. You can catch her all around town. Please give a warm welcome to Sereni Weirasekra. Woo! Was it's me! Good? Yeah, that was pretty good! Running start. That's Jesus Christ. I just when I say hi to the guest. Hi! Yes. I feel like I say it's so weird. Hi! Hi! It, no, it's soothing. Wait, It's really? very welcoming. Oh, okay, that's nice. You do or have it's a very condescending. Soothing. It's one of the when two. When people say no. that I have a nice voice, I'm like, you mean gay. Like you're saying what? Like, like in, an approachable voice, you in think? In sixth grade, Miss Greeny, we were reading like the Bible, and like it was like popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, Connor, you go next. You have a nice voice. And I was like, she knows. She fucking knows. Wait, there was one time when I was in college where my friend and I had a class together, an English class, and we did not buy the book that we were supposed to read. Like, didn't even have it. It was my senior year, second semester. Like, did not even purchase the book. Your dad's a doctor. <laughs> buy the book. I I don't remember why I didn't buy the book, but I, I think it Mom was... Mom also a doctor. I feel like I should say that because it was sexist that I just said your dad, but go Ooh. on. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. Both doctors, Carney. Um, but anyway, the... Uh, I didn't buy the book because I think it was... Sometimes we would have these niche English classes where, like, the book was, like, hard to find. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. Called, wait... Yes, and or the professor wrote the book, and I feel like no one's talking about that, and that's very Trumpian. Wait, to be like, separately? You have to buy a book that I the wrote. I wrote totally. Yes, that's such a college thing. Separately, quick aside, one time we had I had this class with my um, some of my friends in college where we it was like we had this like freshman year seminar class that was like a random class, and the one that I took was uh, called Night at the Museum, and it was all about museum theory. It was so strange, but. We had, like, an assignment due and a reading due on the same day, so nobody did the reading. Everybody just did, like, the assignment that was due. And our professor was, like, quizzing us on the reading, and obviously nobody knew what he was talking about. And he was like, who is the author? And we were all like... Oh, my God. And he goes, it was me. (laughs) (laughs) He was so pissed. Those freshman seminar classes, I think the purpose is to be, like, college is going to be weird. Yeah, Yeah. and And it can be about anything. And class could even be about museums. But anyway, so the class where I didn't buy the book was this our professor that day decided to do like a popcorn reading thing and go around and so me and my friend are literally holding a different book that just like had a similar looking cover and we were like oh my god like this is gonna get to us we wouldn't even be able to find we don't have the book but we're pretending like we're reading the book oh my god so we're getting we're about to be caught in an enormous lie like not even like hey i didn't bring it today like i'm pretending to read the book nico i would have been hospitalized by this point i was like i don't know what we're gonna do and literally he stopped 
the passage at the person before me. I was like, I should go buy a lottery ticket. This is the best day. Like, the luck I was feeling that day. I hated that story. Oh, my God. How you walk around with doing things like that. That's insane. That's so terrifying. <laughs> no, I, I never like, again. I was like, I literally think I bought the book that night. <laughs> yeah, like my freshman seminar was about camping, and it was one of the ones where we were. It was the only really? one where we had a, an attached trip where we all were, were going to go on a camping trip together. And I think I just wanted an experience, but then I actually dropped out of it. I dropped out of that class because, like, what no one knew was that you didn't actually have to take that seminar class, and I wanted to nap at that time. <laughs> and everyone was like, "You can't drop." It's called Elon One Hundred and One. I dropped Elon One Hundred and One. Wow. Elon camping, yeah. I didn't realize that they would make you go camping. I feel like but that's crazy. I became an alcoholic, so mm. like maybe that's where they covered not becoming an alcoholic. I don't know mm. if that's something that they could have covered in Elon 101. Yeah. I don't think they can override family history. Do you think that's what it was? I don't know. There's, we have multiple theories on my alcoholism. Whether it's one theory is genetics, and then mm. the other theory is unrequited love, and mm. no one's really sure. I think it could be a number of things. Yeah, those are all factors that... Completely. Yeah. I was in love with this guy in high school, but then he just got married. But the, in oh, one wait. of the pictures so, of him getting married. Serena, we have to show you the photos. And boys at home, we might even link them in the show notes. We have to wait. link them? We don't have to link them. Maybe we can cover his faces. Wait, do you want me to show them in order? There's yes, a, I wait, like show Serena the order. order because that is the is the true. For the listeners, it's actually Connor's phone background. It's my phone because I'll never. because like as It's you, your phone background? As you, no. as <laughs> you oh. mentioned, marriage. Marriage is like. It's it's a it's the thing that comes and goes. People get married. Did I mention that? Well, that guy that was sitting next to you at that restaurant. He oh, was married now sure, he's not. Sure, crazy. One photo could I'm easily gagging. be mistaken That's beautiful. for. Do you think he's gay? We I let me see. Let so me the see so the, for the boys at home, this is the man that has been referenced on the podcast before. The Boy Scout troop leader that Connor, not leader, Boy Scout troop guy, Eagle Scout, so Eagle Scout. Right. You're not wrong. That Connor had a crush on in high school who drove you to Wawa to smoke weed. He smoked weed and you watched. Wait, you had so many crushes. That was a different guy. Who different guy. Being gay, but also going bald. And I was Wait. like, I don't know. Okay. So what What do we think? Is he bi? His hand so, looks too tender to be too straight. So the hand you is big I mean? in this one. Also, from a distance, two lesbians. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That, that's definitely um, a nice soft butch right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets, dresses well. It's going to But it's kind Just of giving wait. the dude from you... But like I not saw as him rugged. On the street the other day, Penn Badgley, right? Yeah, I saw him he in Gosford Park. Wait, walking a baby. Oh, oh. baby. He moved. He used to be in Williamsburg. Now he. Well, I guess he's now in Prospect Park now. Wow. For anybody looking for Penn Bagley. To kill him. No. <laughs> Anytime we reveal location, I'm like to murder someone. Prospect Park is huge. To say someone was <laughs> in Prospect Park is to say they were anywhere. That's true. Yeah. And everyone kind of looks the same. And then the last one. Look at this. <gasps> yeah. Vibes yeah. are vibes, and we were in love. I mean, come on. For the boys oh. at home who can't see, we'll put it in the show notes, but he is uh, fully lifting his back leg. Every How would you describe that pose? That. Princess Diaries really Thermopolis when she gets that kiss and oh her foot pops. Oh my god, Like, he, he's doing a foot pop. And, the, and note that the woman is not. She's standing grounded. The, the way that he's leaning in mm-hmm. is really... He's imagining it's you, Connor. Wait, you, I feel like every time there's a straight man popping his foot up, there's a gay man who's struggling with alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, wow. that guy is, uh, how long has he been married? Are those new photos? Yeah, like three weeks or something. Uh, I, like, I like to think that he put your name down first on the kiss list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're his, uh, you're his uh, reason for divorce, perhaps. He's always had a girlfriend. Like, in high school, he had a girlfriend that I used to go jogging with sometimes. 
which was like really crazy. To kill her? <laughs> yes, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Just to keep tabs. Yeah. And then they broke up, and honestly, she was really pretty, but then they broke up, and then I was like, okay, he's gay, they broke up, and then he found this one, probably in a theater department. Yeah. And I feel like that is a common experience for, like, closeted queer people to be like, I'll just, like, get in your life a different way. Oh, that's so You know sad. what I mean? Yeah. It'd be like, I'll befriend your girlfriend, yeah. or I'll be like, yeah. Ah, oh. that is depressing. So dark. Times really have changed, though, because, like, if I, any, wait, this is problematic, you can absolutely cancel me for this. If I'm on a date with someone and they came out really late and it sounds traumatizing, I'm like, uh, this is going to be hard. I was like, mm. there might be shit there that's like going to be difficult. Well, I don't think that's cancel worthy for starters, but I, I understand what you mean. Like, I think, uh, as you are older and like, if you've been out for a long time, I feel like you just are emotionally at a different place with it where you're like, eventually that person might be. Like, Maddie didn't come out that long before we started dating, but she was already so emotionally ready to be there by mm. the time we started seeing each other. She's a well-adjusted person. Yeah, that. like, she's really? really, yeah, like, she's secure in herself and, like, her family stuff is, yeah. you know what I mean? I so, like, that. she'd done that work before we'd started dating, so I didn't, even though yes. it was recent, I didn't feel like I was with somebody who hadn't been out for very long. Right. Yes. The baby gay is something that, like, I don't want to be the one to help you figure that out. Right, because yeah. I've done that before, and it's not fun. All right, and I've been that person, too, on the yeah. other side of it, too. So yeah. yeah. My first ex, when he came out, his parents, he's from Indiana, his parents said, you can't go to church with us anymore. And the craziest part was they never went to, they didn't go to church. They were just being rude. It was like, you're just, you're just like grabbing for In the fruit. hypothetical future, when we go to church, you're not coming. <laughs> yeah. If we're on Christmas Eve, you're not, you're staying here. You're if staying we're here. born again, you're not. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a bummer. And now he's still there. Wait, before we get into boys club, <laughs> I do want to bring up your new theory. Oh my God. So for previous guests, uh, or for previous listeners, the boys at home, and for our guests, We've had a theory before that Connor came up. Do you want to explain your previous theory? I believe that all gay men can be grouped into three categories. Mind, body, closet. So you're either a mind gay, you're 5'8", you have a New Yorker tote, your jeans are rolled up, and you have, like, strong opinions about Dua Lipa or something. (laughs) And then... And they're, like, thoughtful opinions about, like, her stance on Israel. And then... The second one is body, and you're, like, hot, and you, like, maybe are on steroids to, for appearance and for appearance and then you maybe go to equinox um and circuit parties cir- that's important circuit parties you have a jock strap i've never played baseball you mm-hmm. like your body and then closet is you're actually just like in the closet self-explanatory or, yeah mm. yeah so now the new one um the new one is there's three ways to be gay nature nurture tanner <laughs> and that means that you nature obviously you were wait na- born nature you were born that way <laughs> <laughs> nurture your mom worked and your dad stayed home and then tanner you were named tanner <laughs> and now you're gay. so there's three ways i you thought can... it was you really like self-tanning That's what I thought. well that is that. baked in there somewhere too but um that, yeah, that's actually nurture. That's yeah, the new, that's, that's the nature. new that's the new theory is nature nurture tanner. So boys at home, write in if you have opinions on that. But we have every tanner I've ever met has been gay. I've never met a single straight tanner. No one's like this is my. Now that I'm thinking really? about it, there it's... was a tanner on the if you one you... of the sports teams at Wake who Who's gay? was like it was like rumored that maybe. Thank God, I was worried you were trying to take down my theory. No, like, no, no, no. I'm never here to push back on your. That person's gay. Bullet that person's <laughs> theories. Ragged. <laughs> 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 
Wait, but this that guy in Florida who's short named Tanner did follow me on Instagram. Did he follow? Did he follow you? I don't know. Short Tanner. Who's this man from Florida? Hot Erica's friend Tanner. She's like, I do know a gay Tanner. It's like, yeah, they're oh, all gay. Everyone knows yes. a gay Tanner. Really? I yeah. don't know a Tanner. But if I did. Wait, they're all gay. It's also like not a real name. Is that bad to say? I, I feel like it's a name that you think of when you're talking about like a frat mm-hmm. guy, right? Who's secretly gay, right? Right, obviously. Wearing a polo, but Full the polo is like. A little tight. Yeah. A little like, tight. Like, you're wearing a Todd Snyder polo. Your parents are rich and you like. Have man. you kissed a Tanner? No, why not? I don't know. They're out. They're out there. There was one that I thought was really lovely. Who one time when I lived in Chicago, he had lived in LA before, and actually, this is he's actually why I moved to New York, but I didn't really know him very well. Oh wow! He was like, I lived in LA, and I was like, did you like it? And he said it was so isolating. And for whatever reason, when he said that, I realized my biggest fear was to be in a place that felt isolating. Mm. And you know, people say this, they're like, oh my god, I didn't realize how much upsetting that would be. And then I was like, okay, we gotta go to New York. Yeah. And not Chicago. Have you ever lived in LA? No, but I lived, I'm from San Diego. Right. But I've been to LA, done shows there. Do you like the vibe there? No. We have no opinion on it. I don't really Except like it. Except for when we think it's spooky and scary and we don't like cars and when <laughs> people are a little dead in the eyes. <laughs> Not I everyone. mean, I feel like the LA effect is very much of like, you're talking to someone, but they're looking beyond you to see yes. if there's someone more important to talk to. Mm. Yes. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. And I don't know, some people love LA. The vibe I've gotten, I haven't really enjoyed it as much. But everybody ends up in LA eventually for show business. I don't know. Yeah. But it's the it's the traffic also because you have to drive there and the yeah. traffic's depressing. There's also less spots to do. I think yeah. I, it just doesn't make sense. I, I feel like everybody should go. There's something climbing on that. Oh, it's a fly. Okay, never mind. Sorry, I thought it was a spider. Um, New York, New York is where it's at. Yeah, I I think it would be really hard to move to LA before you had any like friends or like any connection to yeah. anybody because like New York, you're just because of the way the city's laid out like you're gonna run into people you're gonna see people like you're but la like if you didn't already have friends there right would, i feel like it'd be really hard to find people exactly and then you meet somebody there across town you're like well i'm never gonna see you yeah yeah that's real it's really true that i can be at the gym in 15 minutes i can be at my work in 20 minutes i can be at there's seven open mics around here in 10 minutes right there's a venues around here that are like 10 minutes away everything's very like here mm-hmm. it's super and then where's la it's like right. far and then you might have to the, my story about LA is that we went to Santa Monica and then we had to get back on the other side of town. And then my friend was oh like, gosh. oh, we're going to have to like wait until traffic dies down in four hours. And right. I was like, we have to leave now. I can just sit in this person's carpeted apartment for four hours. Absolutely. go. Carpeted apartment. No, that's so real. Yeah. yeah. I, I also like, I think one thing is I like about New York is I like seeing like the buzz of people moving around all mm. the time. Like I think that yeah. energizes me. Mm. I like that about yeah. the city. I didn't like how LA was just like, you wouldn't see people. Yeah. yeah, it's like you drive. You're in your car, and then you're in your house, and you're in a restaurant. You're, you know what I mean. You're right. always, you're not ever like running into. It's people. Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. Oh, that's sure. the yeah. whole city. And then also Lana Del Rey. It's just like a, lot, a sad Lana Del Rey song. She has a song called "Is This Happiness" from Ultraviolence that's not on Spotify, so you have to look it up on YouTube. But I, it's like about being sad in Hollywood Hills, crushing violet pills. And like Oof. it's so beautiful. Go off. <laughs> I know. I used Mana. to listen when I was a raging alcoholic. I used to listen to it when I would be like, like the next morning, I'd be like, sad boy vibes. Because uh-huh. I would walk down the New York streets. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'd walk past the Chelsea Hotel and be like, Patty Smith like died here or something. Yeah, it was crazy. Did Chelsea, she haunt No, but it is like haunting. <laughs> you do know where everybody's died. Everybody, yeah. Every once in a while, he'll send me the picture of where John Lennon died. If what? I don't think when he passes it. Always take Wait, where is it? Upper West Side. Um, Dakota, right on the park. 72nd in the park. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's That's beautiful. where you go to feel You're going to know because you're going to see candles. There's candles on the All outside. All the time? Um, and they're not even, they're not like in memoriam candles. It's just the, there's like these like spooky vampire candles on the building. The building's very spooky. Mm. And like Madonna maybe lives there. Like maybe not, but like people like Madonna live there. It's crazy. Mm. And there's always a doorman, which does check out. It yes. feels like a, an appropriate adjustment that they made. Oh yeah, God. doorman. Died. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, should we start asking our guests what's in boys clubs? Oh, what's boy. a boys club that you are not a part of? Oh, let me, hold on. I have a little list. And you can do as many as you want because we do edit. <laughs> yeah. We can do all Excuse of them. Excuse me. As many. I like your phone case. Thank you. I like the pop of color. Yeah, I'm in my little red era. I like it. Um, okay. Okay, does it have to be specifically boys? No. It can it, literally be so loose. It could be like a club. Yeah. yeah. Like Peloton is a Cause, club. Okay, because I... I am not nine to five professionals. I don't understand it. When I talk yeah, to them, I hit a wall. I feel yes. so uncomfortable. I feel threatened. I feel like they look at me and they're like, what the fuck? And I look at them and they're like, yes. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And we just don't merge. And I get, it just stresses me out. No, that's a great one. I was literally just thinking that the other day because I was talking to one of Maddie's friends at her birthday, Lily, who you know, who uh, has a nine to five desk job. And I was like, whoa, you guys get up every day and go into an office. I think that is crazy. And I want to be like, are you tired? Are you sleepy? Because I'm sleepy like, and I work good? seven hours a week. Have you I'm ever so tired. have you ever had a nine to five? No. Okay, I had See, one. I'm, I'm so out of the game. Like I've just I fully like I dropped out of college. I like I've just yeah. been working like food service jobs or like writing jobs uh-huh. or whatever. It's just yeah. and it's just comedy and like I just feel like it's I feel like you know like in evolution where like like um like a storm hits and then there's like a river that splits like a, a group of gorillas and yes. i don't know how to talk with my beak is longer now there's a shorter right, right. and I'm like i don't know i feel no that makes complete sense i've had three nine to fives and i got removed from two of them fired <laughs> that's a flex actually hey laid off oh, sorry. well one was fired one was laid off, and then one i left because i was like this bad vibes yeah but when i was a teacher and then another time i worked in influencer marketing and then no and then a third time I worked in influencer marketing. i wouldn't consider teaching a nine to five though i feel like that's a step like it is obviously right. a very like a serious six to six it was, well it's a very serious yeah, job it's long. but it it's like it's a job. totally different vibe than an office job you're right you know i feel like i felt like it was it's weird to have this thing encompass your whole day well because office jobs are weird because they like yeah, they have to dress up and they go yeah. in these little cubicles and everybody's there. And then there's and like I'm really talking hours. about like lawyer, engineer, yeah. like that kind of like high yeah. professional. Yeah. Because Issa works at, our friend Issa works at uh, McCann, the copywriting firm, and she's had to start, they've like started doing half remote work, half like in person mm. work now. So she has to go in the office all the time. She's tired. I would imagine so. Every time she goes in, I'm like, I can't believe they make you do this. It's so exhausting. Yeah. And it's. I don't know. It's so like I, I feel like when I worked in an office, we would just like run around and go to movies all day. That's so yeah. tired. Just, like, the illusion of being busy. Yeah, I think just, that's. Like, but I kind of love that. It was definitely fun to perform and have yes. little jeans and a cute T-shirt. Right. And my hair like perfectly. Yeah, that right. was the thing too. When I because I worked as a for the, my right out of college, I worked as a paralegal at a law firm, mm. which was a horrible job. Don't do it if you're thinking about it. Mm. And um, I feel like the first like two months, maybe month or two of that job, it was very like. 
I'm an adult now and I have a job and it was like yeah. performing work right and being like I go to meetings and like whatever and then that allure of that like really faded quickly for me really? and I was like oh this is horrible I have to get out of this wait I had four nine to fives I just remember <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. wait so RX bar <laughs> RX bar well you say no teaching so I'm gonna say teaching no okay teaching. that's fine I mean social media swap.com we went bankrupt swap.com I need, one, a, I need a whole log of those videos. What is Swab.com? Swab.com they sell. It's kind of like, do you know what Poshmark is? Or like ThreadUp. Yes. They sell people's clothes, but the clothes are really shitty. It's oh. like they sell people's like clothes from like five below or something. And it's like, you don't need to resell those clothes. Like right. those clothes are first time purchases and that's it. Like, right, right. Not, yeah, take them to Goodwill. Yeah. It made no sense. But um, but what I loved about that shop, it was, you had to be there for literally eight hours. <laughs> and... So my, so my neighbor's dying. And <laughs> I've been there for literally eight hours. And so I would, if I got there at like 8.42, then I could leave at 4.42, literally on the dot. I'd be like, wow. walking out the door. And it's right. just why I was there like, hey, we're going to have eight hours of your day, no more, no less. That's what this is. That's kind of nice. hours is just so... And I know that like... Ugh, when I do the math, it makes me so depressed. It's a lot. Of like 40-hour work week, it's generally more with travel. Mm-hmm. And then you have... It's like the whole thing about people staying up until like 2 a.m. because they need me time. Yeah. It's, I don't know, the whole thing depresses me so much. When I was teaching, I would get up at 4 and go to the gym in the morning. Not because I like wanted to work out, but because the idea of me getting up and then going right to work. I hated that job so much that I was like, I cannot fathom. I can't go to bed knowing that the first thing I do in the morning is go to my job. That's Yeah. And if that's you... You need to get out because the world is, we're all going to die. You know if that's what I mean? you, go right. on a walk and listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> get out. No, but I totally feel you. I like, that was, I think, one of the things that was so depressing for me in that old, my old job was that I would like, literally, I would get up, I would have breakfast and I would go right to work. I just remember the image of me getting off the train at the Whitehall RW train stop in, uh, down at. RW. I know. Down at, what's it called? Um, Battery Park City. All the way down to the bed. Keep, like, keep slurring. I know. <laughs> and I would be like walking up the steps out of the train with every other person that was headed downtown to their nine to five. And we were just like, it was like robots walking up to the slaughter mm. every day to like, yeah. be like, are you guys happy? Is I know. Happy? Every, at one point I would be like, what if we all just didn't go in today? Yeah. What if we all just, all Think everybody in this line just like decided to go sit in the park instead? Like a mass. Um, I was so depressed at that job. I hated it so much. <laughs> oh my god! I do like the like the quiet quitting thing is starting to be like a thing. Wait, can you explain that to me? It's kind of like, from my understanding, it's doing the bare minimum of what you need to do to maintain your job, and also Ugh. like never going beyond expectations of your job. Yeah. Um, in the hopes of like getting a promotion or whatever, it's really just doing the bare minimum to survive. It's like clocking out right at five. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. taking work over the weekend. It's like literally just you do your time and you leave and you do the bare minimum. Yeah. I feel like I'm too anxious for that. That's what I had to I start doing happy. towards the end of my job because it was like, it was too... Because that job was, like, one of those things where it was, like, we were at the mercy of the attorneys. Because you're basically just the attorney's assistant. And so, like, not only do you have to do everything they ask you to do, you have to do it whenever they want. And also, like, you're waiting. You're the last person to get whatever they're writing, right? So they're writing it, and then you have to proofread it. So you're waiting around all night to be sent something. So, like, you're, like, 
just sitting there twiddling your thumbs until right. you have to proofread 40 pages or whatever. And you have to be on the whole time. Yeah, yeah. In a way. And by on, you mean nice, and I hate yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and you have to be, nice. like, patient, yes. and it's okay that it's taking till 2 a.m., and I'm still sitting here, and, like, it was horrible. It feels like you're about to be exploited, and you have to be happy that you are about to be exploited. Yeah. Because that's paying your rent. Yeah. We were just talking, before you got here, we were talking about how oftentimes, like, when people perceive either of us especially me either of us is rude it's more just like an absence of energy I'm just like giving mm. I'm taking what you say at face value and you want right. me to be like oh my god girlina and I'm just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you want yeah but I'm not rude it's just like there's no I'm not giving you anything I know your teacher's you asking you to popcorn because it'd be yeah. fun it'll be fun <laughs> it'd be really fun why are you sound so bitchy right now Connor Robert's yeah. eleven seventeen. you'd be a fun one to read that <laughs> <laughs> fantastic yeah your little gay voice on the word of the lord would be great right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah my gay cousin the lord yeah maddie and i were actually just talking about this yesterday because she was like because she just got a new job working at this um piercing place that like uh uptown but she was like workplace drama is the same everywhere mm. there is a couple of men who are not doing their jobs very well and then there's a woman right underneath them who is doing everything and not being paid enough and i was yeah. like that is so fucking true because that's how it was at my job one of the guys who i worked with like was horrible and then everybody else was always picking up his slack Wow. It, I've heard about things called like homogenous hires. Have you heard of that? No. no. Where I think it's where someone who's doing the hiring hires someone who looks like them. Or X bar. Is that, that, is that what it was? I felt like we were Kappa Kappa Gamma. Wow. That's yeah. sad. Oof, oh my God. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's very much, and that's like where they maintain a lot of like the straight white guys of like, it's a lot of hiring people who look like you, act like you, make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it just like, Ugh. maintains okay at our bar, this is all you need to know it was a pretty small staff three Connors you know what I mean mm. <laughs> there's only one type how of one Tanner how in the ends? closet <laughs> yeah. Yeah. literally like that's they don't name like Connor is a white guy with a polo who had access to lacrosse and the clipboard right. yes yeah in right. a walkie talkie yeah me breaking barriers I played lacrosse I'll say yeah. it I'll say it I didn't know they, I, was I didn't know lacrosse was like big out west I thought it was very much an East Coast sport. It, I think it was when it just started like coming out to the. I guess to the West does Stanford Coast. have a team? Probably. Yeah. I would be very surprised. Stanford if has like it. every sports team. Yeah. I feel. What position they... were you? Uh, I was a forward. Nice. You know. Yes. I like I like any sport that I played. I just like shooting. Yeah. I don't even care about anything else. I just wanted to shoot. That's awesome. Wait, this guy was telling me that he was a left tackle in high school. Football. <laughs> yes. Flex. And I was like. If you can draft it in fantasy football, I don't know what it is. I didn't know that was a position. It's weird to be this old and learning things about football. Mm. Wait, who was saying it the other day? You. Were you saying it you was... You explained football to me for the first time, and I never understood it, and I felt I felt emboldened enough to go tell other people about it. Based on my explanation? Yeah. Oh, thanks. It makes total sense. I don't understand how you get a field goal. I don't need to know yet. I'm still working on okay, the Okay, we'll get to that. But you get, you, you get four tries. If you can make it 10 yards, then you're going to get an extension. Yep. And if not, then you can get a field goal from where you made it. Mm-hmm. But it's only going to be three points. So don't get too excited about it. Okay, boys at home, write that down. Because that was good. Well, I, um, because Issa was saying, our friend Issa was like, oh, I Wait, feel like what's be... her last name? I'm like, I think I know her. Leon. She's not yeah. a comic, but she's really good friends with her. Oh, she's okay, never mind. Yeah, she yeah. sounds like a French actress. Issa Leon. Issa Leon. Yeah. Um, but she was saying like, oh, uh, it would be really easy for us to play flag football. And I was like, or like, that would be an easy sport for us to pick up. And I was like, no, it would not. It's like one of the more complicated games in terms of how many rules there are. Football just has like a lot of rules. Mm. Yes. 
And flag football famously is one sport, not two. I thought it was two, as I said to you. I thought you were trying to play football, but also get the flags. Oh, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. why are they making it more complicated? <laughs> Connor thought it was a combo of football and capture the flag. <laughs> and not the way that you, like, tackle. Sounds like a game someone maybe should create. You should create it. Yeah, I and, should create a sport. That's and, what I should, yeah. Yeah. I, I think lacrosse seems hard because... There's That's another boys club. Uh, yes. I, I, I regret that I brought up lacrosse because that was the other boys thing or that I'm not in is sports talk. My brain glazes over it, even though I played. So I can't. Yeah. Wait, but I was thinking about Fever Pitch. Do you remember? Did you watch Fever Pitch? No, I didn't. Did you see Fever Pitch? I don't think so. Cancel it. It's over. It's done. <laughs> okay. Boys at home. Do you remember when Drew Barrymore is sitting next to Jimmy Fallon and she gets a work call and she says, I'm not on the clock right now, so you handle it. But it's like a big deal because she's a girl boss. But then she wow. realizes that she needs to balance career with love, and that's the moral of the movie. Oh, classic! And someone at home is gonna like like shout when I say I that. I didn't know that's there a was a movie that movie. had yes, both the first one, 2004. Yeah, I didn't know there was a movie that had both Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon in it. Wait, it's yeah. one of, it is legitimately one of my favorite movies in the entire Fever world. Pitch. Fever Pitch. I want to watch. Wait, it. I have a to... straight movie in Boston about mm. the Red Sox. I have to show you guys this the picture. Um, of when Drew Barrymore interviewed Jeanette McCurdy. Oh. Okay, not a sentence I ever thought I was gonna hear. It was, just look at. Was it about the book? The YouTube ah! still. <laughs> that is. Uh, Drew so looks surprised. So funny. She's, She's like, looks... oh my god, I had that happen in my childhood too. Yeah, I I think they Loki did like Have bond similar. over it because Drew Barrymore's childhood was like crazy. Insane. Wait, was Jeanette McCurdy an industry? Like baby, like she was an industry child. No, I don't no. think that she was. She didn't like come from industry. Yeah, her like her, she was her, a child actor. Yeah, her parents weren't actors or anything in Hollywood or anything, but she was, she was just Carly. a child actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she like started really young, and then and her mom was like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Did my mom die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the title of the book. I'm glad my mom died. Yeah, what did she die of? Cancer? Know. Maybe I, I'm not sure. Oh, but I think I it was think like it was an illness. Cancer. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, thank God. Opposed to a freak attack. I feel like you would like that book. Wait, did you read it? No, but I just feel like you would like it. I'll give it a whirl. Um, I love to read. All those books right there, I've read none of them. (laughs) (laughs) They look so good. (laughs) They have beautiful decorations. Um, So, 9 to 5, that's a good one. Do you have... um, Oh, let me see what else. I think that's kind of the... That's a good one, though. We actually, surprisingly, we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> because we don't know people that do that. Yeah, that's true. No, no, nobody But we does. do know people that, like, work at agencies, and I'm not going to out them on the pod, but have expressed this, especially, like, comedians, I feel like. Yeah. Why quitting is actually also just, like, following your dreams, but also having a nine-to-five, mm-hmm. where they, like, will not do, they do, like, the bare minimum. I don't think they envision themselves getting promotions and stuff, so just, like, don't give a shit about yeah it's just to get by yeah Yeah. well that's the thing i always hated at my job where i was like there are people here who are paralegals who like would like to be lawyers someday yeah and i think the option should be there for them to like go above and beyond yeah if that's their dream but like for people that just see this as a job that should also be an option right like i never understood why we all had to be like we want to do this all night long like right it should have been like two track program like you can do either yeah that would be nice but i can understand in the way a boss would operate to, to exploit people more. It's like, yeah, who's going to go out of their way to make my life even easier? Yeah. yeah. Well, they, all of us were recent grads uh, on like the paralegal team. It was all young people who had just graduated. Like the way they advertised it was like, do this for two years, then go to grad school or law school. Mm. Um, and, for America. <laughs> yeah. So there was, so it was like two years and it was all people who had played sports in college. All of us had played sports in college. And I was like, mm. so you are like using that psyche that we will 
respond to mm. like being told what to do. Like we've do done that for four years. Oh yeah, they wanted people who were like gonna do whatever you told them to, and like had that like wow. mindset. Like the army. Yeah, that's a whole thing though. Like I've heard people who used who like were collegiate athletes don't know how to operate in the real world because somebody isn't telling them what to do mm-hmm. i've heard that's like a problem is that a thing would you say that's true yeah i think a lot of people struggle to find that like purpose and like direction when they're not being when they're because your life is so structured in college and there's always yeah. somebody like t- breathing down your neck telling you what yeah. you need to eat when you need to sleep when you need Crazy. to do everything so like i think when you lose that and i think that's why a lot of college athletes especially ones that are like pretty like smart will like find themselves in like finance and shit because they're like i can do this like i can have somebody yelling at me all day like i've had that before Mm. yeah yeah that's dark it is dark (laughs) but i that's one thing that pissed me off about that job i was like this is so transparently an attempt to like find people you can push around and know actually this girl told me that she couldn't go to a group my group fitness class because she said she had an abusive relationship with a coach in high school or college or something oh no Mm. so maybe this one girl got out but has she heard your voice I know. And then it's like, wait, reading these songs. Girls all feel like I'm abusing them and going like, what? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No, you're right. I do have to check myself sometimes when I'm coaching the little kids, where I'm like, I hope I don't accidentally say something to them that like sticks with them for a long time. Oh, I'm sure you have. I for sure have. I know. I yeah. I, I told you, my soccer coach is Harry Joe and Clean Shape and Joe. <laughs> not at the time, but Hot Joe and not Hot Joe. Um, <laughs> he, the not hot one, was like. Someone said, Connor's a drama king. And then he said, more like drama queen. Oh, no. And I was like, he knows too. Everybody freaking knows. Everyone's got a group chat about it. <laughs> no. I'm freaking gay. No. Little did they know all of the people that were gay. Like Everyone. Your, like your teacher who called you a metrosexual. Who died. Jesus yeah. Christ. So, I was thinking about her. She because was, he wanted to do re- picture retake day. Her name was Sister you know Therese. I'm on her side. Incredibly, I can't find any trace of her on the Sister internet. Sister Therese. Totally dead. She had a rolling <laughs> suitcase and she was the reading specialist, but I read fine. But I, what I think was interesting is like this woman is like maybe blind and also she's like, oh, you can't read? I'm blind. Let's buy. And like absolutely deaf. Like she had no sense of life. And I think that they were just like giving her something to do, but it's like maybe not teach us to read. Like maybe just like hang with us or make a snack like just a hand or we all love a vibe when you're in school and i feel like it's especially at like a catholic school where you're like you are exposed to the oldest person you've ever seen yes <laughs> and she is a nun <laughs> because they don't it's kind of like they just like harbor people that didn't know what else to do and i don't mean gay people i just mean like those nuns it's like what's happening here and it's like they yeah just like, it's a refuge for them. And then they just get an automatic job at this Catholic school where they're like a reading specialist, but they're not even on the payroll because they're just like on retainer. I don't know. It was so crazy. Yeah. There's too many freaking people. Freedom there. of choice is scary. I think a lot of people are attracted to a regimented lifestyle, no matter how that <laughs> You mean the clergy. Yes. Nine to five, the clergy, literally, playing yes. sports. That's like real. I, Yeah. I think, I think actually modern day clergy is people in a nine to five. And that's bad. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Do you have a we we oh, got we can go on to the next one. Yeah. Um what is a boys club that you are in? Okay. Other than lacrosse, the ultimate boys club. Okay, I got a couple lactose intolerance. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. do you have a pill? I think that's fascinating. I'm a big pill girl. Yeah. I take lactate with me everywhere. It's on my Tinder bio. Wait, so I don't know enough about this, but I absolutely have uh sometimes tummy issues around lactose. But 
does lactate is it like the type of thing where it's like i'll take this so i can eat ice cream or like yes. just in case I, okay okay it's basically like i think you have this i think as people get older they lose the enzyme that processes lactose because mm. you're supposed to stop drinking breast milk or whatever milk so the pill provides the enzyme to help you break down gotcha lactose so i you pop it in with your first bite of milk or whatever yeah i like it's my milk like a- i like my milk chunky okay <laughs> and yeah then you're good okay so it's not like a plan b thing where it's like this is a last resort no <laughs> okay okay to prevent the damage that's fascinating yeah so have you been like that your whole life no it developed like the last like few years but i love cheese i love milk and like it's i gotta do what i gotta do yeah that happened to my dad like within the last couple of years he and he always like drink like a glass of milk with dinner like a crazy person and like would have like bowls of ice cream all the and like now he can't i don't know if he takes lactate but he can't eat dairy he just wears a diaper yeah exactly yeah any ice cream not without... I don't know if he takes lactate or not. Can you buy that at the store? Yeah, CVS. Two for one for... Or is like two... Two for one is like 15. They even come with like yeah, cute little carrier expensive. containers now. Aww. With like... It looks like a TikTok... Tac bottle. That's sweet. It's so cute. I want to take it. It's so cute. Watch me take it and Do then you want I one? become a new person. Do you, Do you think want, you need you it? Some? Wait, like maybe... I, your bowels are probably crazy. Wait, no offense to your bowels. Wait, why do you say that? Because of everything you've ever told me about your bowels. Wait, you're, this is insane that you're saying this, but I, I feel like I had an eating disorder and when you have, and it just like made my stomach crazy. Mm-hmm. But when you have an eating disorder, you're like, my stomach's always crazy. And it's like, yeah, you actually might, poor canalistos, you might have two things. But yeah. You might have an eating disorder, also an allergy to like anything. To lactose. But yeah, my stomach is like, it's like nuts. Oof. Maybe lactose would help you. And that's why I think sex is insane. How does it come back to sex? Well, that does. was the other thing I was going to say. You have an eating disorder and you have uh, experienced bottoming. So I feel like those two things are going to lead to a, a crazy stomach. I want a doctor's note that says I don't have to bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no normal person would fucking wow. choose that. We are not going to sex shame on the pod. Oh, wait, fine. <laughs> I'm sex positive gross you rolled your eyes after you said that (laughs) i have a question about the lactate do you feel like you found community of other folks who have who also use lactate no but i did see that someone started a show called lactate caroline dunn and matt albino shout out yeah yeah which is dope so i i just need to meet more people i feel like i'm still like i'm still like i feel like i'm like a like a like a mormon and i'm like spreading the good word yeah like i really like i'm here take a pamphlet take a pill take a pill like i really do feel like that to have like this i don't know if allergy is the right word but this thing that you can just like fix with like a pill yeah it's fixed truly what if there was like an anxiety lactate like or something xanax (laughs) i'm like doesn't that exist absolutely not like we need to go to doctors do you go to doctors? So we need to go to a nine to five professional. Yeah, so we can have health insurance. Yeah, that, that one nine to five professional actually is important. That's the part. My mom's like, you gotta this comedy thing. You gotta get a government job. You gotta get some. No. You gotta you know get what I some. Think could be a decent job for comics is being a mail carrier. Oh. Because that's a government job, pays pretty decent. I have no idea. And it's daytime. It's daytime. But it is still a nine to five. Yeah. Like, how are you gonna edit your TikTok clips? True. But I think you have Sundays off, so you would have all day Sunday to do that if you wanted to. You only get one That's day true. Off. That's sad. I think that they probably deliver on Saturdays, but I actually don't know if you would have to do the, if you would be, if it'd be shift work. I don't you know enough try. about it. If anybody knows. No, because in New York, it's on foot. You it, have a bag. Even in the winter? 
That's See, crazy. that would be tough too. But I think in terms of like a job that would have, it has pretty good income. I think it's like $45,000 a year. For, for the, New York? I think so. Is that good? I mean, compared to like, that's more than I make as a soccer coach. So that's fair. Like, and I'm. I so wait, you so, you coach soccer? What do you do? Okay, I'm a group fitness instructor. Okay, okay, fit boys, love this. Thank you. Ah. So that's like, but I, but also like, you get benefits from a government job. We have yes. the gayest job and the straightest job in the entire world. Me and you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're literally running on kicking soccer. I balls. think the only thing that could be straighter was if I was a PE coach. Oh, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, that's true. There's something about a PE coach where it's like. Who is that There's guy? Like, Smear the queer. Was, was it you who played Smear the queer? Everybody's played Smear the queer. Did you I, ever play Smear the queer? I think I did. Okay, no, that was we're great. From, like I'm from like Philadelphia. That would not. Well, maybe it would pass. I feel like that was. I feel like that's oh, a southern thing. I played it in upstate New York, but oh, also really, did, yeah. Oh so God. Smear the queer was a game where you would just have a ball and everybody would try to tackle you and then then take the ball and then then you would all go try to tackle that person. It's a crazy game. So is the name really just exactly what I think it is? Like, it just, like, yeah. hurt a queer person? Well, I think it... I, I, I imagine that's how it started, was they would give the ball to somebody who they would describe... Who was a metrosexual. And then you would try to attack them, yes. Um, but in its uh, in its heyday, we would you would have the ball and you would try to get nobody to chase you, and then they would tackle you and take the ball from you, and then you would chase them. It was the weirdest game. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And now Swear the Queer is... When, on Twitter, when people come for you, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's any smear campaign against this podcast. It's called Smear the Queer. <laughs> the whistleblowers smearing. The, the whistleblowers, yeah. Wait, what one we were just talking about? I don't know. I, I just lactate. had a mental breakdown. Oh, lactate. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. I, I like love pills, like gas X, and like I know that's crazy to say. Do you have a pill? A pill? Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Do either of you have one? I have one? one, and my ex would have. <laughs> I don't know if I say this. One of my exes and I have literally so three, and so you'll never know which one. To figure out which one was the least well. One's mine. One's body. One's closet. Exactly. And one's it would nature, be like one's nurture. One's tanner. <laughs> I'm actually a social scientist. <laughs> this podcast is a social science podcast. We had matching no facts, things like theories. that, and his would have like actual like real pills in it, like not I don't know what he was on, like Lexapro, or whatever. And then mine would have um, hair, skin, and nail pills. Vitamins. Everyone's got to take their pills in this house. Yeah. Do you guys take vitamins? Yeah, they're right there, neutral. A little bit. I should take more. What do you? What is in that? So, um, fish collagen and Ooh. other stuff too. But it's for my hair. I'm really nervous about losing my hair mm. because I have a lot of jokes about being young and cute. So I, before I take off with those, I need to. I'm okay losing my hair when I'm like way older, like seventy. But I seventy like way older. Yeah, way older. <laughs> Wait, somebody asked me one time. I take like I take literally Flintstones gummy vitamins. I love that. All you need. Yeah, and I think it's like a fun little start to the day, a little gummy. But anyway, mm. I one time like a straight person asked me, at what point in your transition do you start taking men's multivitamins? And I was like, ah, what? I need to know who asked. Ah. That. What a specific <laughs> question. <laughs> No, like, I have to know who that was. I was like, I don't know. Or well, when? Okay, our last question for you is what is a boys club you would like to see in the world? Um, Community you would like to create? Question. Wait. I was like, should I say another one? Oh, you can Wait, do another We have one. time. We have time, yeah. If you want to do another boys club you are a part of. Uh, getting to the airport early, I'm one of those boys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. definitely a big one. I'll just read these. Um, Wait, I respect that, though, because the... Risk reward of missing a flight is very large. Totally. Yes. Yeah. And it's like 
most of the time, if you're flying that day, that's all you're doing. That yeah. Day. Like, you don't plan other... It's like, what else are you doing? Get there early. Yeah. That's yeah. your one task. And also, yeah, I, I kind of like airports too, though. I like hanging out there. I feel like it's a resetter. Limit. It's a liminal space. There's well, not much know, to do. Not you have what you need. You. It's yeah. like... Hey, I feel that way about hospitals. You bad? like hospitals? I like that It's because of all these people attention. that die that you hate, right? Yes. Yeah. And then they're always like... Pay, um, like you like to be the patient? You attention, yeah. Okay. And it's like, I feel like it is like an airport and then it's like, we have nowhere else to be right now. We're just going to like be present. Actually, maybe it's like anxiety reducing for me. I Interesting. Because if you do have like a health problem, you're at the right place already. Yes. There's no better place to be. Yeah. Well, there is something about like, a, I, like yeah, being at a hospital, being a patient, especially if it's not like threatening or anything, you're just laying yeah. there and it's like, I actually can't do anything else right now. Yeah. It's freeing in that way. It's like yeah. I can only sit in. in this bed and nothing else. Yes. It's it's the only oh, time you see so many people oh unplugged from their phones. What do you do in the hospital? I think I was picturing urgent care more. Whereas oh. when you sit bed, I was like, Jesus Christ, you got some sort of Well, that's not a box. hospital. Okay. What I mean is urgent care. <laughs> urgent care. Okay. Last time I was at urgent care, the nurse followed me on Instagram and said, I'm going to come to your show. What? She said, you're in the wrong line of work. I shouldn't even know what I did, but she says... Whatever your job is, you're in the long line of line of work because you remind me so much of Sean Hayes. Hayes. <laughs> I knew and then it. I was like, well, I am in the right oh, line of no. work. Oh no, wait, Sean Hayes. Dude, he gets that all the time. <laughs> People love to tell me that. We were That's at so funny. Uh, we were at a show together a, it like a month ago, and this guy was these this couple was from in, Arizona. This couple from Arizona. You know they love Carrie Lake. Next to us was like. Had just said, they had just seen John Mulaney's new special, and they were like, I don't know, it was a little bit darker than his old stuff. And it was like, okay, it's just about his rehab, but it's like the same old shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's still very, yeah. like, happy-go-lucky, yeah. his style. Delivery. Yeah, I was like, you like, thought no, it was dark, sort of like, now I mentioned Natasha Leone that doesn't make it dark. Right, it was yeah. just, str- anyway, so I was like, you guys are not going to be fun. And then they were, like, about to go see Chappelle, they were very excited about that, so I was like, okay, we need to get away from you. And then they turned to Connor and go, who do you get all the time? Who do you get? Sean Hayes. Uh, and in my head, I was like go. Edward Norton from from Fight Club. I think I said that. I was like, you sometimes did. he gets Ed Norton. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for saying. You're welcome. That. That's me. Take, that's me holding space for you. But in middle school, they said I looked like Sean Hayes if, if like if he were straight. Oh, they were trying to. They were trying to be like just. They were trying case. to pat it. Yeah. yeah. That's very sweet of them. Yeah, they really were looking out. If he was straight. I don't get anybody. There's no, there's not enough representation for me to get anybody. Wait, that's funny. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. There is privilege in looking like a celebrity. I know. I, I mean, because I think for me too, they'd be like, Elliot, I don't look like Elliot Page at all. Did no. tell you that? No. Because I don't look like him even a little bit. No, yeah. yeah. You look like Pixar. Do I look like Mindy Kaling? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Okay, I was going to read off a couple of other ones. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, anxiety. Yeah. Skateboarding. Yeah. Do you skateboard? A little bit, yeah. Not as much since I've been here. But you should, the, uh, you should hit up John Hedrick. Do you know, you know yes, John? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know him. He just posted some clips of Yeah, skating. he's like quite good, but he yeah, is so definitely. friendly and I think would be, it depend, I don't know, I'm not aware I, of your level of skating. I'm but terrible. He'd, he'd be down to hang, I bet. But he's a good hang. Yeah. Um, not knowing when a woman comes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, all of the boys clubs except for skating. You're in that boys club too? But I'm, I'm reading a, a book right now that's about the concept of freedom and in particular with art, sex, and drugs. Mm. And with sex, one of the things she was talking about, the author was like, there's a whole part about it where it's like, basically in a, 
in a patriarchy and with like so much sexual harassment and violence and everything in that spectrum like there is like this sexual freedom with women i don't know basically i'm I'm kind of butchering this point but there's so much about to be said about like women having the agency to know their body and ask for Mm. what they want and i feel like so much of the obviously there is so much responsibility on straight men to be doing more than just penetrative sex and to mm-hmm. be asking women what they want but there also is responsibility on women to be asking for what they want and to know that yeah and we should be encouraging women to know that about themselves right and to come prepared to a sexual encounter being like this is what i like no shame right you know you got to do the self-exploration yeah in order to like direct them yeah yeah well i feel like i mean myself included for much of my sexual history i feel like so many people start having sex before they even know what sex is or what sex yeah. is to them and like what sex would look like for them yeah uh, would you consider yourself a good dater because i when i was dating was not i feel like i'm good at dates i feel like i feel like the problem well i haven't been dating recently when i when i first got to new york i was kind of a hoe and then i kind of paused because i was mm-hmm. like oh i need to get a job i'm yeah. running out of money um and so i had because dating's expensive and mm-hmm. also like i'm a little bit more so like expensive masculine leaning so like I feel like if I go on a date with a feminine person, there's a dilemma when the check drops. Like, that's a whole thing. And, like, I feel like, I don't know. It's just expensive. But I feel like I have noticed that I have this problem where when I go on a date with someone, I give them my 100%. And I feel like what ends up happening is I treat them the way that I would treat a partner which is misleading is what i'm realizing now does that make sense what i'm saying yeah where i'm like so tender with them and so like i treat them like a girlfriend Mm -hmm. which is like so confusing for them but i think in my head i'm doing them a service by like treating them the best i possibly can yeah but i am i but i'm trying to be casual while doing that Mm. yeah and that's very confusing yeah so like i i'm trying to figure out how to navigate like dating someone from a distance because I have the problem where I've also never been broken up with. Like, I've always been the one to do the breaking up. And, yeah. like, I think I need to be broken up with and, like, be humbled and learn that. Yeah. Because I feel like I I, I don't want to hurt people. That's, mm-hmm. like, the last thing I'd like to do. But I feel like I've accidentally hurting people, hurt people by, I don't know, yeah, like, like being too tender. I sure. love when you said date from a distance. That's so interesting. I don't know how to do that. I think I fall into a trap where... I never see someone a normal amount at the beginning. I either mm, see them too much. Yes, and and like yeah. let it let it marinate right. in your head. Like yeah. ex- live with the experience, and then go back to your life. Because I think mm. it's hard to come back right. once you start seeing someone. It's like you're either they're gonna be gone or you're gonna keep seeing them this cadence. Right. And it's like no ease. Yeah. See them once a week for a quarter, and then if you're still seeing each other, then like figure it out. But right. Yeah. There, there is something hot to like patience and waiting and like yes. edging, you know what I mean, yeah. if you will. But I'm so like good at you hauling and being very yeah. immersive into someone and like just falling really hard. And then there's like a, a break and then there's like a depression period where it feels like you go to a really good concert and then there's like that post concert depression yeah. is what it feels like. It's like a whirlwind. And it's like for what? It derailed everything in my life. Right. Yeah. You know, I yeah, completely it's hard to be productive. It's hard yes. to be funny. It's hard yeah. It's hard to do anything else when you're in the, yeah. in the thick of it. I I've always been the same way too where I've like fallen into things so quickly and I'm I've never been like a casual dater. It's yeah. hard. It is hard. I also think for like I mean I'm sure straight people feel this too, but I think with queer people it is like a there's all no matter how far you are from coming out. I'm sure eventually it 
tapers out a little bit, but like there's still all this repressed excitement, right? That when you do meet somebody, it's like, oh, I can't believe we get to do this, right? So then it does feel like you fall really fast for that. That is like, so yeah. true. Yeah, you're like this person finally gets me, and it's yeah. like, no, there's actually millions of people that get you. Yeah, <laughs> but you. Yes. This is like the second queer person you met, and they like happen to like you yes. or whatever. Yeah. But there is something so vulnerable about dating as a queer person mm. because with no matter how casual the connection is, there is like this intimate like we're doing something that's different than most people and like there is like that inherent like connection because of that yeah you're like comrades in war yeah it's like we do have this thing about us that is different and that has caused all types of happiness and pain within our lives right like when i meet somebody else who uses lactate pills it's (laughs) a connection exactly exactly i feel like i could fall in love with anyone which yeah. which is which feels dangerous because I feel like there's beauty and 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 disgust in everyone and everyone everyone to me is so complex like a, a complex being and it's like yeah everybody's gorgeous like I can learn to love anybody that sounds yeah. like Stockholm syndrome but like yeah no I know That's what you're scary. saying it's like how am I supposed to know like even seeing my brother and his his wife now like they're beautiful together so compatible. But I'm like I I don't I like one person maybe I, I sound young, yeah. But it just blows my mind. Yeah. I like I polyamory is a whole other thing that like I don't even want to open that door because that's so much work is what it feels like. <laughs> it feels like a lot of admin. Yes. A lot of scheduling. Yeah. A lot of slacks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm not ready <laughs> that's for how all you get that. That nine to five is you. you yeah. become, uh, <laughs> I'll never do it. I'll never do it. <laughs> I'll quiet quit in polyamory. <laughs> I just, I just, Wait, that's the title of that. That's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, I I think that like I'm, I it seems a lot of people I know that are around our age. I mean, it it feels it can feel really daunting to like think about like one person for the rest of your life because there's so much. I, again, like we were talking about, like the idea of the endlessness of choice can be mm. so stifling. Right, like a McDonald's menu. Yeah, oh. exactly. I l- would love an In-N-Out menu. So yeah. simple. Do you guys have In-N-Out? No, you don't have In-N-Out out here. I've been before. Wait, this goes similar. back to your nine to five. I have two ideas. This goes back to your nine mm. to five thing. We all are people with really large dreams. Mm. When people don't have a, that have nothing to do with relationships. When people have like nine to fives or just like a different. Not everyone. Obviously, there are people with dreams and nine to fives. Whatever. Not a lot of them. And, <laughs> but they, for them, I think oftentimes they are looking for someone to fill them and finish them mm. and like give them hope in this world where they sit on Slack all day. Mm. And it's like, no, I get that from my friends and from the microphone and from attention. Right. And I'm looking for like a nice recharge. And the craft and the art. The craft and the art and the life. <laughs> but mostly the attention. <laughs> you bring me down every time. You like, no, bring me like Saturday ground. But it's like, I don't think that we need, at least right now, like that's not, like that's why it scares me to see someone more than once a week. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to marry you right now. Like right. that freaks me out. I have bigger things to worry I, about. And people I had that want that though. with exes too, where it was like, you know, you have these, like you're saying, beyond your, like, day job, you have this extra thing, this big, the main focus of your life, you know, pursuing comedy, and it's yeah. like, when you're with somebody who has, who doesn't have that, like, extra thing that they do in addition to their day job, mm. it's like, you have an extra activity, and you are their extra activity, and, like, that right. dynamic is really hard to navigate, where it's like, yeah, I, like, I can't be what your, like, additional thing is. Like, that's so much yeah. to put on a person who also is not in turn. Unless, like, you're both doing that, then, like, that's great. But if right. in turn that's not what you're doing, it's like, okay, well, 
we are on different pages about what yes. we're right. Yes. Yeah, dating. I my ex was a nine to fiver, and that was also so difficult because of the opposite schedules. Yeah, thing. yeah. you're That's literally, tough. and it was it, it really was a situation where she was like, I felt like yeah, she wanted to see me more, and. I, I'm like, I have to do this thing every night. Yeah. So then oh, we... I, seeing you say that made me like... Something inside of me felt so seen and loved. Yeah. Which is like, we all think that. But every time someone says it, I'm like, right. yes, yes, preach. But Speak also, it. it's hard because I, I also... I'm trying to take care of myself and not... Because I feel like there is such a grind in hustle culture with stand-up, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like, you, you have to do it in front of people to get better at it. So I'm trying to give myself at least one day off. Monday yeah. nights I'm trying to do. Nice. But that's so... It hurts me. I'm like, oh, look at all these things I'm missing on a Monday yeah. night, you know? But um, what was I talking about? Just, yeah, the opposite schedule things and, like, the needs of, like, wanting to see each other. Like, I feel like that's why so many comics date each other. So, like, I'd like to meet, like, a musician. Yeah. That sounds like, that mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Like, we're similar lifestyles. Yeah. Similar artistic pursuits. I don't know. It's... Like, someone who understands it, but then it's like, when do you ever meet in it. Yeah. musicians? Like, when do we as comedians, yeah. we meet other comics? Like, all the people I know, for the most part, in New York, is comics. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly comics. No, that's yeah. why I feel so lucky about my relationship is, because obviously it's the Maddie's a comic, like, yeah. all of our... Our lives are so intertwined in a way that's like it's so easy to see our friends because we have all this you know what I totally. mean? It's so easy to go do extra like go to mics or shows or whatever because we're probably gonna see each other there. Or if it's like, Oh, I can't do this tonight because I have a show, like she's not gonna ever get mad right. about that. And totally. likewise for her, I would of course, like if last minute something came up she needed to go do obviously I'm gonna be like, Please go, yeah, do, go that. do that. Like, yeah, go do that. I understand what that means to yeah, you. Yeah, can I get a guest to you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then the other thing is people, this is not an original idea at all. It's actually an overdone idea, maybe. But queer people are, like, late in the dating. Someone one time was, like, it was, like, you're a 17-year-old and you're just, like, dating for the first time yeah. because you are, there's delayed. Yeah. There, that's so real. So people figure these things out when they're, like, 18. Like, so the simplest thing is, like, what, what are red flags for you? What do you need from someone? And the answer might be as simple as someone who is stable. Like, yeah. But, like, that can take a gay person so long to figure out or a queer person so long to figure out because it's, like, not, they just, like, don't date as much. And, like, in those formative years when, like, straight people are dating. Yeah. Right? And if you want gay people to have normal relationships in Arkansas, you need to let them date each other in, in high school. <laughs> That's true. Tell them they're metrosexual early so they know. Let them know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, our last yeah. question is, what is the boys club you would like to see in the world? The potty squatty bidet combo. Oh shit! I think saw it if, last wow. night. I think if you're not on that, you're ignorant. Wow, you have that. I need to get. I don't have it at this new place I'm at. I'm. Try, that's like my. I think that's like Black Friday purchase for yes. the house. Mm. But Wait, what does it bidet cost? Not crazy. Like maybe like seventy bucks. How do you install it? Do you have to get into the pipes? You do have to get into the pipes, but it takes like ten minutes. You know, maybe Plus for you twenty, it. but <laughs> <laughs> but no yeah, it, it's not like it. a crazy like. I think it's you just have to like unhook something and then hook it up to the device. That's it. Yeah, it's like a little simple, but it, it is a bitch. It's gross. Toilets are gross, but um, it's it's um, you know, I come from a South Asian background where we we wash, we wash up, mm-hmm. and then also the potty squatty. That I saw that you know you elevate. Yeah, the, your, the way your the, your tummy works, and I mean, you're supposed to squat and poop. Like that's the yeah. ideal, right? Because like initially, when we pooped in the woods, that's yeah. the form we would be taking, and it's so much All easier. Yeah. Oh, it's so much easier. 
<laughs> what does that mean? Like when we all pooped in the woods. Right? No, I just mean like humans. I know. Okay. <laughs> or you could- I think I've already said this on the podcast, but when I did teach for America, they gave did like mental health. There were like certain like mental health resources and stuff. One was if you ever feel bad at your job, just wash your dishes by hand because it'll make you feel like you're not bad at everything. Because you oh, can do that. Jesus. Yeah. And it was also like, also, we're poor. We literally don't have a, no one has a dishwasher. Yeah. I've been washing my dishes by hand. Like, okay. Ohio. Rockefeller. Yeah. You have options? Okay. Yes. Wow. And then also, they gave us these handouts that were for going to the bathroom mm. um, yoga poses that you can do when you're constipated. That is And true. I was like, this is from the Department of Education. What is happening right now? <laughs> That's nice, wow. though. Give yourself yes. a tummy massage. But it was low key, I think, basically just like put yourself into a squatty potty without the squatty potty and just like figure mm. that out. Yeah. I mean, it releases farts, too. Yeah. yeah. I was constipated for, like, weeks because I was so nervous. That's what people don't realize. If your teacher's mad at you, they're probably constipated because it's a stressful <laughs> job. It's too much That's going funny. On. It's tough. Damn. That's a beautiful combo. That's a great combo, though. Yeah. The ultimate. The bathroom hack. That's the one who so has good. their lives together. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good. It really does change things. Yeah. I, I can't do a bidet at my house because we have the... You've seen my bathroom, but we have the it's weirdest beautiful. toilet. Yeah, I've never seen it work, but it's beautiful. It works. I'm sorry. There's... Okay, it's a crazy, it's a crazy toilet. I live in like an old building, and it's it doesn't have a tank on the back. Huh. It's just the I've toilet and then this that. big pipe that goes into the wall. So like we can't access the oh. tank. I don't know where the tank is if there is one, but well, it's like the wire on the bottom or like the pipe on the bottom. I'd have to look. I'd have I don't to know. Died in but because you could also get the one that like is a, it's like it's. Basically, the water that is used to flush, you it's like a kind of like you can take your thingy off of a faucet on a sink. Yeah. You can pull it off and spray yeah. it. There's one where it's like a wire that you could pull it off and spray it. Fascinating. Mm. Instead of like the one that squirts up. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got options. Maybe okay, that could yeah. work. Have you ever seen those fancy ones that have like various settings for like yeah. the type of sprit the toto? you get? Maybe the I don't Toto know. Toto is like the, this is the, fancy the creme one. de la creme. What's the Tushy's like the? Wait, the, yes, the, the Tushy's like an, another one yeah. of like a bidet. Yeah. Wait, isn't That's, Toto really expensive? Toto's like what Beyonce probably has. Yeah, because I feel like it's it, you can do like it's like the nozzle settings on a on a garden hose where it's like mist <laughs> or like yeah, and sprinkle. the seats warm. Okay, a Toto's four hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, see we you can get it cheaper. There's like other options, but Tushy's yeah. one hundred. That's so interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. Think, yeah, hundred sounds about right. I don't know yeah. if I. Would, I mean, a heated toilet seat would be nice. I think I would also like if I ever had like a lot of money, I would like to do heated floors in the bathroom. Yeah, heated floors is nice, luxurious, and the whole house, but especially the bathroom. The bathroom, it's like spa. It yeah. Sounds nice. yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah, in the yeah. winter, like right now. Oof, that would be nice. Do mm. you think you have to move in with the heated floors? You might have to renovate the place. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of those Architectural Digest open door videos, mm. and especially the ones in New York. It seems like they like got the apartments. Wow! But you gotta have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Obviously. I'm gonna go on such a rabbit hole later and watch those. Yeah. I'm in the mood for that today. Do it. They're good. Damn. All right, um, Serena, would you like to plug your socials before we? Before yeah. We um. Let's see. Instagram is at Sereni, S U R E N I. TikTok is Sereni Comedy. And most important thing would be just joining my mailing list. It's on wow. the bio of my all my social media. And that basically, you tell me what city to go to and I'll go to it. And uh, your zip code. And yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's I'm, awesome. I feel like mailing lists are the best way to keep track of. 
comics that are touring. So absolutely sign up for that if you are not in New York. Um, hell yeah. All right, we'll get out of here on a smooch on three. One, two, three. Hey, boys. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C-O-N-O-R, panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.